Hey, great day. So before we get into today's podcast episode, I have a huge announcement. We are bringing back the Abundant CEO Private Practice Bootcamp. This is a three-day virtual party that I'm inviting all mental health therapists that either want a private practice in the next six to 12 months, or you already have had a private practice, maybe for the last year, five years, or even over a decade, but you want to understand wealth and cash flow in your company. You want to learn how to show up as a CEO and work more on your business versus in your business. Maybe you want to assess the health and the wealth of your current or future private practice to really see if you're on the right path to increasing your revenue, to growing your practice, maybe to streams of income later, or maybe even a group practice. Bottom line is you will walk away from this three-day bootcamp clarifying and understanding your niche, understanding how to show up as an abundant CEO, and most importantly, assessing the health of what you believe is a profitable private practice. So head down to the show notes and go to the link drtk.com forward slash links and sign up for the bootcamp. I'll see you there. Now let's head into the podcast episode. Hey, beautiful mental health professionals. Do you want to know what it feels like to finally become 100% clear on who you serve and walk in alignment with your true purpose? Have you been thinking, how would your business improve if you knew how to attract your ideal clients and opportunities? Would your revenue increase? Would you be happier? Now, how cool will it be to finally focus on one product or service, master it, and see the returns in your clients or customers' progress or happiness and in your bottom line, aka your bank account. If any of these questions resonated with you, you definitely want to grab your pen and paper and pay close, close attention. I'm about to let you in on a huge abundant secret for business growth. I have created a five-day series full of information to help you obtain what you never learned in graduate school, how to brand a successful mental health business. These episodes are not permanent, so get ready to soak up as much information as possible. Please note, this training actually was originally created for a mini online course, so we have provided the journaling prompts for each episode in the show notes. Welcome to the Branding for Abundance podcast. My name is Dr. TK. I am a licensed clinical psychologist and success coach. My goal on this podcast is to simply teach you how to proclaim your victory in your relationships, academic and career endeavors, business, money, and your mindset. Learn some simple tools and techniques to brand your life for abundance and live your epic lifestyle. Hey, welcome back. We are on day two, and I'm super excited to have you back for the Abundance Bootcamp for Mental Health Professionals. So I really hope that you took fast action, did all of the journaling prompts in the assessment, and you also shared comments in the portal to let me know how this lesson has already changed your life, changed your mind about your business, and allows you to just see your business in a different perspective, especially through a clarity perspective. So don't want to waste any more time. Let's go ahead and dive into day two. So welcome to module two, and today we're going to be talking about branding basics, branding basics. So of course, with journaling prompts and mindset, um, one of the first questions I want to ask you today is if you could implement 
everything we talked about in day one, module one, with the vision, with the clarity, with the ideal schedule, um, with the ideal location of where your services or products are housed or offered, how would it improve your lifestyle or your business if you literally became the person on your vision board? Like, how would things be different for you? So I'm gonna go into some tips about branding basics. So make sure that you have your pen ready, okay? So tip number one, give your ideal client an identity, okay? Um, the goal is that if you have a private practice or if you want one, or if you are um, developing a product such as a book, a workbook, an online course, you have to have in mind who you are serving beyond age group, beyond gender. You also want to think about, as in module one stated, geographical location but we'll start to dive in more in regards to who is this ideal client okay um, so in order to give that person an identity you first want to give them a name now if you uh, serve men and women then of course you can choose but if you solely serve women for example then you would give your what we call client avatar a name if it's a male you would give him a name so tip number two in order to get very clear again, because your clarity leads to uh, targeting the right people through your branding efforts, you want to get an idea of where your ideal client is stuck at. So you will see hashtags throughout this lesson because that is the takeaway, which is what are their pain points? Where are they stuck? What are they struggling with? What are they having problems with? You should be able to write those down, and I would encourage you to write down at least a minimum of five. So think about, again, those ideal clients that you may have already been exposed to through service or through product sales, and I want you to think back to what did they report that they were having difficulty in in regards to lifestyle areas, um, you know, clinical areas for treatment, and so forth. So pain points. Tip number three. What does their outcome look like? So what do they want their transformation to be? Now, this is very different than you thinking about what you want their transformation to be because your product or service can only help people who are stuck in their particular way. So what tends to happen in business, especially for mental health clinicians, because we didn't learn any of this in graduate school, is we typically will get an idea, get very excited about it, maybe our family and friends will get excited about it, and then we put it out there on the market and it doesn't do what it's supposed to do. Now, questions of course I would have as your branding coach would be, did you actually survey your audience? Did you ask them questions to determine where they are stuck and what the outcome would look like when they are not stuck? because that's getting them from point A to point B. You have to be able to know what their transformation is so that you can see what product or service would match that transformation. So tip number four, how will they know that their problem is actually fixed? That's when your resolution comes into play. And so again, what a lot of new entrepreneurs do, or I'm just gonna say mental health professionals, this is what we do. We get very excited, we create a product, we spend all of this time overthinking this product or service. We've never asked our clients or ideal clients, is this product or service 
Like, will it even be helpful for you? Did you survey them on social media through the polls on Instagram or Facebook? Did you send out an email to your email list subscribers? Um, did you ask your community? Did you ask your current clients if what you want to develop actually will help serve them? Because maybe sometimes like the foundations book back here, I did that, uh, I did a test run before I actually offered it to my clients in a book version. We did it paperback version, printed it out, and we did these questions through couples work to determine if the questions even were meeting the needs of my clientele. So again, how will they know that their problem is fixed? What are some things that would be in place? Because again, that is you determining what type of resolution you can provide through your product or service. And then number five, why would they choose you to help them? How are you the solution? How are you unique? And so one of the ways that I typically share in regards to the foundations book that I became very unique and why clients chose me is because not only did I have a workbook that coincided with treatment so that they can know that they have a structure and when the structure is done, we're done, okay? But because I'm a psychologist, I can also get my hands on psychological testing materials. And so through testing materials, I was able to find a personality inventory specifically for couples. And that's what made me stand out from my counterparts, whether it was um, clinicians in my local area or just throughout California, okay? So now that we've I've introduced you to some, you know, some branding basics in terms of how you see your ideal client, now I'm going to pivot a little bit and I want to share with you a real life case study. And I wanted to do this case study a little bit differently. Um, I wanted to let you know who I am because sometimes the portrayal or perception of what we see on social media and even when I mentor students and they go on my social media, they only see the outcome. They don't see the sweat and tears that happen behind closed doors. So I'm not going to share my whole story, but I do believe the portion of my story that I am going to share will definitely resonate with you on one level or another. So um, most of us in our life, we can say that, you know, we were, we are happy, right? So I can say from my life at this time, literally on this photo, um, this photo was taken around March or April of 2017. And at that time, my life was good. I made some mistakes in my business. I learned from my mistakes. You know, I got help for it um, in terms of like coaching and things like that. I invested in myself. And this was one of my biggest investments in the beginning was to do a branded photo shoot for my health line and for my book and then just to go on my website. So I was happy. I was making multiple six figures a year through different streams of income, but then life happened. And I want you to learn from my story so that you don't repeat what happened in terms of mindset, okay? So again, I was at six figures already, serial six figures within a year. Um, but some of the areas that I was stuck, and this is the part that may resonate with you, is that I was in a season where I was technically seeing everyone, even though I realized that there was definitely a market for not just premarital couples, but for individuals that were looking to start over in a relationship, people who needed to redefine what a healthy relationship looks like. I began just to take on any new clients for my private practice just to fill up my caseload. I had no brand at the time. Again, I was just at the beginning. I had no clue what I was doing. I was just learning. I had no marketing plan. Now I did have a business blueprint because I had had a group practice two years prior. 
okay? But again, I wanted to learn from some of these things. And so November of 2017, found out I was pregnant in July. And then when I was five months pregnant, I went for a checkup. And when they did the regular, I had to do an internal TMI, internal and external ultrasound because I had a high-risk pregnancy. And they noticed that it was fluid in my uterus and also um, it just looked like things were not right. And so I received my first stay-at-home order. She said I wasn't on bed rest, but I felt like I was on bed rest when she told me I couldn't even go do therapy, even though I vouched for myself and said, I sit down all day. She said, yeah, no. Okay. Because she's, she was also the doctor that did both of my surgeries. Okay. That's a whole nother testimony. And so she also had informed me that I could not drive. So technically, if I can't go to work and I cannot drive, you're basically telling me that I'm couch ridden. Okay. And so I had a choice at that point. Was I sad? Yeah. Did I cry? Of course. Was I mad? Hell yeah. Um, but I had a choice. I could either cry about it, yell about it every single day, or I can work through it. I can process and look at what is the universe? What is my God telling me in this season that I need to do? Okay. So these are some of the things that I accomplished during my first stay at home order, being pregnant, okay, is um, I had had a book that was written literally a year and a half prior to this time. I recognized by sitting on the couch, wow, I have a lot of undone projects. Sound familiar? So I chose to literally push out the book, get it, push out a baby. I decided to push out the book one week before I went in for my scheduled delivery because due to high risk. He didn't look like he wanted to come out, so they had to schedule my delivery on the 40th week. I could not go over due to the medical condition. Um, also, I am a bonus mom. I have a blended family, and blended family has not been easy. So I decided to take that time to do some research, and I started to come across some courses that I had bookmarked, but that I never went back to. Again, unfinished business. So because I had at least another four months before my son got here, I decided to take a course, home base, did all my coaching calls on the phone, took my test at home, passed it at like 98%, and I am now a parenting coach, and I can now offer parenting classes and or one-on-one -on -one parenting counseling or coaching through the um, DCFS system or LA County Superior Court for Family Systems. Hello. Talk about taking advantage of what some people may see as a lose season, okay? Now, um, another thing that came up is that I couldn't teach, but then I started to recognize I had to take a pivot, okay? So I had to pivot to online. It was one month before finals time. So I had to pivot and literally tell all my students, I know that you've never seen me online. The only thing they had online was PowerPoints, but I need you to show up on this thing called Zoom, and I need you to show up and, and do the study guide with me to prepare you for your final. They were all for it. And to be honest, no one even knew that I was pregnant. I was so small in my pregnancy that only the younger students knew, maybe the older students knew, but they didn't say anything. But the kids in my private practice and my high school students that were in my college course, they came up to me a few times and said, are you pregnant? You know, and so they knew, but it was a very much surprise to 40 plus students, two classes with me telling them I cannot return effective immediately. Okay. And then of course, for private practice, I can't go in. So I had to pivot to then marketing or pulling my services online, which meant that I lost some clients. Initially, was I sad again? Yes. But did I look at it as a loss? 
No, because I do believe that everything happens for a reason. So then it gets better. I am told after a day and a half of being in labor, I need to have a C-section because my son's heart rate dropped three times. And during the second day, it was dropping way too many times. So I was like, I mean, I can't get a breakup in here. But I was positive. I didn't cry about it. I told them to do whatever they have to do to save my son. So why am I sharing this with you? I want to share with you my purpose and my why because I need you to understand your why because that will help push you in the right direction to doing the level of um, serving the community as you should with your product or service, okay? So I want you to become very clear about what it is that you want. Um, I know that the universe is giving me clues every single day, so I know doggone well that it's giving you clues, but the question is, are you paying attention to it? So I also want you to recognize that we're in a time and in a season where you can literally work from anywhere at any time, okay? Literally. So the pivot continues. What I tell myself to get myself through this season, and if this resonates with you at all, meaning not necessarily the story itself, but maybe all of the pivots I had to take because it couldn't fit, it didn't feel like I could get a break, then I want you to think the following. Um, I'm going to do a quick therapy CBT reframe. So I want you to start telling yourself, you know what, I, I've been through worse. Because when I now look back, if something bad happens, I don't deem anything as bad, but if something doesn't go my way, I realize that it's not meant for me right now and that's okay. I need to keep pushing forward. Um, and I also tell myself, this pain is temporary. The pain that you're experiencing is temporary, whether it is pain of your business not growing, whether it's pain of being decisive with your decisions or being clear in your business, but nevertheless, you made it to the end of module two. So I'm going to have you take fast action, very similar to how you did it yesterday. I want to see your responses. I also want you to put your takeaway in the comments below at the bottom of this page. So I want you to enter all of your responses in the online portal because I want to hold you accountable. Okay, and I'm here to tell you that you have made it past module two. Module three will be ready for you, so get ready. I'll see you then. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast episode today. I am super excited to see your growth in your business, career, money, and relationships. Be sure to check me out on Instagram at Dr. TK Psych, where you can find daily inspiration and tips to live your abundant lifestyle. 